And this is Oddly Specific Podcast for Sunday, May 13th. Welcome, Chris, to my abode. What up, Todd? I don't understand why you're being like this. Um, I've decided to be super adversarial for okay. the next two days. Okay. Hello, Todd. Fuck you. <laughs> Isn't, you know what? If you... If you if you greet somebody with that tone, yeah. that kind of inflection, yeah. it immediately pisses people off. I know. Hello, it's like Jerry Seinfeld greeting Newman. I could tell that immediately when you walked in here. Actually, really? You, yeah, that you are feeling somewhat adversarial. No, not really. No, not really, Todd. See, this is what I mean. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. All right, you want to get going? Yep. All right, so this week what I've done is I've scoured the internet looking for things to talk about, uh, and I've come across some really weird things. The internet is really great. Yeah, there's... It's I great. like this new side of you where you, you, you come in well-researched. Well, I, I just figured, like, I know that you hate things scripted. I know that you, you are very unscripted. I'm not that type of person. Uh, actually, on the contrary, I prefer things scripted. You do? Do you even know me? I mean, like, honestly, man, I love living inside the box. I love structure. Should have gone in the military. You're really, Should have become a cadet. You're being adversarial with me right now. <laughs> I'm not adversarial at all. <laughs> Are you going to disagree with everything I say tonight? Yes, God damn it. Okay, okay, cool. Um, Go so, fuck yourself. So I was, you know, I was sitting there the other night, and I was you know, looking yeah. for things to talk about, and I came across this article uh, about something called Google Duplex. Have you seen this? Yes. Oh, my God. So I don't know what to make of it. It's How do you feel about this? Well, first off, why don't you tell everybody what this is? Are you familiar with so it? So Google Duplex is the new AI, uh, highly advanced AI, I might add, assistant, uh, that I believe they're rolling out into like um, an update of Android, aren't they? Uh, or is it for Google? Um, Sorry, it's for Google Home, I believe, right? Uh, I, I, I'm not sure which one it's for, to be honest with you. I was taking a look at it earlier here, just briefly. Just It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pull up a little clip here, and uh, you can hear a little snippet of this thing. It's making a phone call right. to book a salon appointment. And uh, it was at this conference, um, you know, talking about its benefits to, business, to businesses. So, yes. Uh, let me get this here. Here we go. Oh, how can I help you? Hi, I'm calling to book a woman's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Holy shit. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Sure, what time are you looking for around? At 12 p.m. We do not have a 12 p.m. available. The closest we have to that is a 1.15. Do you have anything between 10 a.m. and uh, 12 p.m.? What? Depending on what service she would like. What service is she looking for? Just a woman's haircut for now. Okay, we have a 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. is fine. Okay, what's her first name? The first name is Lisa. Okay, perfect. So I will see Lisa at 10 o'clock on May 3rd. Okay, great. Thanks. Great. Have that is back. crazy. Yeah, so the scary part of it is, and they said this very uh, clearly in the presentation, that that was unscripted. They did. They yeah, they, I know. I saw that. Yeah. I saw the CEO of Google that the 
the the dude's name, the East Indian guy. Yeah. And he was, he was like, check this out. And they were so nonchalant about it, but that's actually very impressive because it, it gets the tone, the inflection yeah. of, a, of a regular human discourse. It says, uh, and, mm, yeah. and you First know. name is Lisa. And it, and actually it sounds like, like a um, reliable, like an actual reliable human being. Yeah. So you know I mean? like I can, I can imagine a personal assistant sounding that way. Like, well, I was taking a look and I wanted to know how available, uh, available it would be for consumers. Okay. And I mean, if this will be available to you and I, I can see how there would be benefits, you know, like scheduling appointments, making reservations. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be really interesting to test this thing out. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So, um, can I just were, add something though? Yeah. The reason, you know, this is what's happening now is there's that, mm-hmm. which is truly a hurdle. Okay. That has been overcome. Yeah. Because Siri, the thing about Siri is it's absolutely stupid. Like, yeah. I've never, I like most digital assistants and things like that are not that smart. Yeah. And they sound fairly artificial. They all sound like Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. That sounds real. Yeah. Okay. So here's a challenge to everybody. Watch that fucking video mm-hmm. and then watch all the most recent Boston Dynamics videos. I did see the most recent one. Which one was? Running through the field. Oh, I haven't seen that. Okay, so it's the Atlas robot. Here's another thing to check oh, out. I'm checking this Chris and I, Chris and I have been following this since what, 2015, maybe 2014, yeah. 2015. And it's progressively more horrifying every time they release a video. It's like, wow, yeah. this is like a major leap. So I've spoken about it before, and uh, I think it was the backflip video that was the last, right? Oh my god, I'm getting some Air Atlas. Oh Jesus Christ, this fucking <laughs> fucking ads. God, I know. I don't give a shit about nor meals and I'm anyway. So many ads. Look at, do you hear that, everybody? That's fucking crazy. So what it is is Boston Dynamics releases routine videos of this robot named Atlas. That so far we've seen what it can pick up objects. Yes. Um, it walks on its own. And um, this is fully autonomously jumping over logs. Yeah. This looks extremely fluid. Like fluid, yeah. It looks like a f- fucking human being. Yeah. So now it, it's it'll be interesting to see what happens when all these technologies are combined, right? Because then you'll have a walking AI. You know, a walking, running, jumping, yeah. uh, workable AI, man. Yeah, it's terrifying. So I don't know. It's I'm, pretty... I'm, you know what I'm more put off by with this stuff though. But it's like. It's like, it's within, like, I think in the next 20 to 25 years to 30 years, mm-hmm. these things are going to be like really, you're not going to be able to discern them from a human being. We're going to see like Jude Law from Artificial Intelligence. Well, we're going to see something Haley. like that, right? Yeah. And you know, this is kind of topical for me because I was watching Star Trek The Next Generation. I don't know why I've been watching a lot of TNG lately. On uh, Netflix? On Netflix. Okay. And yeah. it's like engrossing. Like, yeah. I, I think I could probably stay home for two weeks and just watch TNG. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like seven days a week. Yeah. Eight hours a day. It's it's so well written, that show. Yeah. Did you ever watch it? Yeah. I watched a lot of it, actually. Yeah. yeah. And all of all of the other, like, spinoff shows, like everything from Deep Space Nine to Voyager, the only one that sucked was Enterprise when it was like... I, have, I haven't watched a single episode oh, of that. I can't get enough of this shit. It's like, I never really liked the the old Star Trek. Yeah. Anyway, the reason I'm bringing this up is because Data yeah. is, I, I always considered him the most um, compelling character on that show. The most interesting character, yeah. Well, I thought so, yeah. Well, his arc would ha- probably had the most um, depth. Him and Picard, I'd say, yeah. probably had the, the arcs with the most. And it's funny, I was about to say emotional depth. 
But you know, with data, that's it's obviously not the case. So, so he, do you do you know when that series started? Uh, what was it? Early '90s, wasn't it? Oh, fuck, I gotta find out. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Fire it up! Fire it up! Uh, here we go. Star Trek TNG. Dude, I think it was the late '80s. Really? This show. Oh yeah, dude. The final episode was in 1994. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. yeah. So so. You want to make a bet on this? This is crazy. Man, 1987. TNG premiered in 1987? In 1987. That's crazy. Dude, I was nine. Is that right? That can't be right. Really? Yeah, 1987 to 1994. It ran for seven years. That is insane. And the crazy thing about this show yeah. was that I remember... I remember that it ended. Or no, that was Deep Space Nine. Did you watch Deep Space Nine a lot? I watched a bit of it, but I, I it really ended wasn't. with the Dominion War, which was like a really interesting storyline where mm-hmm. the Jem Hadar, which were these like tougher than Klingon warriors that were addicted to some drug, like they were they were employed by the founders, which was like you know Odo Odo from the, the Odo Changing. yeah yeah, okay, yeah. It, changed, it, was, yeah. It, was, it was like his people and oh so he finally finally found out his backstory he finally yeah like out- he was this changeling from this from this planet that everybody's a changeling but the changelings were the they were worshipped as the founders by the Vorda and anyway I'm nerding out here in a big way but I'm just I'm catching up on all this stuff it was a good show yeah and data was like you know going back to the whole data thing data was always trying to be more human was trying to learn about emotions and stuff yeah and there was one episode uh, there was one episode of data that i remember in particular and it was when he uh created a daughter for himself do you remember that one (laughs) yeah vaguely yeah and at the end i mean he's showing no emotion spoiler alert i mean it was how long ago now 20 years ago but um she (laughs) she dies she dies was she artificial yeah she was like a he built her. Yeah, so she get, I I think she received some damage and Data had to restore her neural pathway anyway. So she she ended up dying in the end. So D- he had, Data had no emotion about it, right? Because he can't. Right. But like it was a heartbreaking episode, man. Because they they were talking I about things like I vaguely remember this. Yes. I've never seen Data work so fast on something. Remember he was always like flipping chips and with Yeah, Jordy. yeah, like super yeah, fast. Super yeah. fast. Flipping chips in the. <laughs> Do you remember when Data got romantically involved with uh, what was her name? Was it Lieutenant Lieutenant Tasha Yar? Yeah, Tasha Yar, yeah. Uh, yeah, the I mom agree. from Pet Cemetery. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. What the fuck was that about? I don't know. I, I remember being a kid and going like, "That guy doesn't have a dick for sure." No <laughs> what way. Did you, what did you it's say? Like a like smooth mound, like mounds, Alan yeah. Rickman and Dogma. Just a smooth, like a, like a Barbie. Barbie. Why would Noonie and Sung have given him genitals? <laughs> of course he wouldn't have. Yeah. So why would why would Tasha Yar get like that's fucked up? I think there was some sort of. Um, I admit, you know, let me know if I'm wrong on the Facebook page, but wasn't there some sort of virus or gas that made people super promiscuous or <laughs> something like that? I don't that? remember that. Yeah, so I don't know. There were, and, and I find the plots were extremely varied. The characters are compelling. Like Q was an interesting character. Yeah, Q. Uh, the, tonight I watched, the, I, well, yeah, yesterday I watched the one where Q has a kid. Oh, yeah. And, sends it and to he's Voyager. out of control. Yeah. yeah, this was Voyager. Voyager was another good show. Yeah. But back to TNG. Yeah, it was screwed up, man. And I always I always got like bamboozled by the interspecies relationships. Yeah. I was like, really? Like, yeah. Neelix is going to mate with a Klingon? Like, you know? <laughs> what? How, how does that work? That actually reminds me of a scene in, uh, I can't remember which movie it was. It was one of the original cast movies. And 
Iman was one of the aliens. Oh, that was like the yeah, we're on the ice planet. And she was talking about how they mate with their elbows or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was man. Some of those Star Trek movies, the original cast were awful. Yeah, like just it was like the Rathacon was amazing. Search for Spock was pretty good, and then everything after that was like garbage. Yeah. Christopher Plummer was like Man, Gerald Kang in Humpback one of Humpback Whales. Like, what's going on? Yeah, the yep. undiscovered country. What the? What the hell? Yeah, I mean, weird. they were cool. I was a kid. I, I didn't really have any. You know, the first Star Trek movie with V'ger. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah, I guess. I guess generally people refer to that as the boring one, super boring. I thought it was really good. I thought yeah. it, was, it was, and it, and it featured that the you know the pedophile father from Seventh Heaven. Oh yeah, he yeah. was in there, eh? Yeah. He was he was a weirdo. He was like, he was he was the he was like, he mated with the remember with the woman the bald woman. No, oh, I haven't seen this movie in so long. I think she was like the 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 personification, personification of Vija. Yeah. yeah, Vija. Oh, it's Voyager from yeah. a thousand years ago. It was kind of it was a cool idea. Yeah, it was though. a cool it was a cool interesting concept. Yeah. Um, I got to be honest with you. I've been watching so much of the Infinity War shit on on YouTube. There's so much of it on YouTube now. So you saw it obviously with the kids. You talked about that last uh, week. Yeah, I, I yeah. I'm not up to par, but if you look behind you on the counter, there's a a uh, gift certificate for Landmark Cinemas. So you haven't go. seen the movie yet? No, we're gonna check it out though. So okay, do you have look. any uh, things that we could discuss that are spoiler free? No, probably not. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't seen it yet. Well, then we can reserve, you know, a podcast coming soon for right. Infinity Wars in its entirety, if you'd like. So, so you you said you looked through, like, what happened this week? Uh, I was, yeah, the again, the internet's a pretty weird place. Uh, can I, I can I tell you something that I've been a little obsessed with lately? Yes, because we talked about it earlier before we started yeah. the podcast. But I I think you've watched that Childish Gambino video for yes. This Is America. Yeah. I am fascinated by this guy. I am too. Because not only is he Lando Calrissian in the new solo movie, yes, which is getting pretty good reviews. Not only is he in quite a few decent movies, like the the guy's a stand up comedian. Yeah, and he was a writer on Community. And my wife has been bothering me to get into Community. I never really watched it. Yeah, and like my wife Sarah was talking about Donald Glover like a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Also, I think Tina Fey is the one that discovered him. Oh really? I'm pretty sure Tina Fey is the one that like gave him his first like writing break. Well, when she was doing Thirty Rock. This guy's not related to Danny Glover. I don't think so. Or no. Corey Glover from Living Color, right? I don't think so. Okay. We can go though. Let's check it out. I to, doubt he is. I to doubt Wikipedia. He is. Did you know he's 34 years old? He's got two kids. Yeah. And anyway, this that video is incredibly uh, uh, put together, and it's it's like just the execution of it is brilliant I, the first time i watched it um for those of you who haven't watched it you, you probably should um it, i i was shocked i it's was compelling I, so there you know it starts out and um you know i was watching a video on it uh earlier about mm -hmm. the symbolism and mm -hmm. and some of the dancing and the faces that he's making mm -hmm. um so there's a man that's sitting in a chair and he's playing acoustic guitar it pans past him and uh you know, there's some very joyous uh, music going on in the background. Right. And then it sort of pans back, and the man that was playing guitar has a bag over his head, and Donald Glover pulls out a gun and shoots him, like, yeah, point blank in the head. 
and then it continues on and there's and it's all one constant shot for like a good half of the video and there's kids dancing but behind the kids in the background it's riots going on yeah so it's this is america right that's what it's called this is america is the name of the song yeah and it's got this like really um monotonous droning uh minimalist beat yeah and it's like that's one of like there's a lot. Admit, of- I'm not a big fan of that kind of production. Yeah. For ultimately what is like, like, you know, urban hip hop music. It's, I mean, it's huge right now, right? Like that. I wouldn't even classify this as hip hop though, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's sort of moving beyond. It's right? like, like, it's like, it's an art piece. Like yeah. the video is an art piece. The song is, the song is, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the genre is here. We were also talking about um, Redbone, which is the single. Gorgeous off, song. Like, so he seems very multifaceted, you know, he seems like he, you know, he, obviously he acts, but even within music, he's mm-hmm. sort of defying genres, you know, he's like, he's like the real deal. He's like a Jamie Foxx, you I know, feel, like yeah. Jamie Foxx is like multi-talented. Remember Jamie Foxx did that song with Kanye West yeah. and like, he's a super what talented was it called? singer. Gold digger. No, Gold. it was like. Luther Vandross. Oh. I don't remember the name of the song. Yeah, I didn't, I wasn't really into it, but it was a good song. Yeah, and Kanye West produced it, mm-hmm. and then Jamie Foxx is like won Oscars. He's mm-hmm. an incredible actor. He's a hilarious stand-up comedian. Yeah, I don't know if you remember. You better blow that shit up. Remember, like yeah. back in high school, like. Yeah. So he's like this multi-talented, multi-faceted actor. Grant, the last few casting decisions or, or, or script choices he's made in the last little while have been awful. Not good. Like Electro. Like get the fuck out of here. Why is Jamie Foxx Electro? <laughs> Wait, he, the newest one. It's uh, an awful Spider-Man movie. I'm gonna do IMDb here because I thought I saw him in something really recently. Because he kind of he kind of backed out of the spotlight there for a while, eh? Yeah, he kind of took a step back. I don't know what happened there. Um, I saw him on something recently. It was, I think he was on Joe Rogan's podcast recently, but um, I haven't been watching that very much either. You haven't been watching Joe Rogan's? No, I haven't been watching or listening to many podcasts, actually, as of late. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Noted. Noted. Noted, Todd Matsunaga. Come on. Damn Wi-Fi. I don't want to download the The goddamn app. Wi-Fi of the evening. Oh man, look at his like. I'm on his uh, IMDb page here. There's so many awesome movies. Like, did you watch Ray? Oh yeah, yeah. It is a great movie. Django Unchained. Django Unchained. Uh, Law Abiding Citizen. I didn't see that. Oh wait, I did see that one actually. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. Jalal. Jalal Butler. Baby Driver. Yeah, he was good in that too. Baby Driver was a good movie. That was Edgar Wright, I believe. Yeah. Wasn't it? Uh, Let's see here. People love that movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you have this. Who else is like that? These phenoms that just come out of. Not many, man. There's not know? many people who are like legitimately. Respected in more than like one They're like the Deion Sanders yeah. have entered the entertainment world. Like yeah. they, they, they do everything good. Yeah, you because know? you take a look at it and you have. Um, so he's in hit movies. Like he's in, mm-hmm. you know, Donald Glover's in hit movies. He has hit records. Mm-hmm. So then you have like Kevin Bacon. Have you ever listened to the Bacon Brothers? Yeah, they're okay. Oh, really? Yeah, they're are not. Being, they're not awful. Are you being adversarial? No, I'm not? not. I swear, I'm not being adversarial with you. <laughs> but they're no. It's not like Steven Seagal's shit music. Oh man, yeah. My father-in-law, who okay. is like a talented, accomplished musician, yeah, like was like Steven 
Seagal is a shit musician. Like he's like, and he it is it's not. It's not good. I, Steven Seagal just backs himself up with like prominent players that just make him sound amazing. So what's his main instrument? Steven Seagal. It's the guitar, isn't it? It's the yeah. It's and like horrible singing. He sounds like. He sounds like Robbie Robertson in a car accident. Like that's what he kind of sounds like a little bit. <laughs> what was the name of that song where it's like, "Why you always go down to Nick's Cafe"? The Robbie Robertson yeah, yeah. song. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like, check the proof. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's the blue train. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's a somewhere down the crazy river. Somewhere down the crazy. Is he Canadian? Isn't Robbie Robertson yeah. Canadian? Like, where's yeah. he from? Like the Muskokas or something? I don't know. I don't know. The band, man. The, the all band, the band yeah. were Canadian, weren't they? I don't think so. The, but he was. Yes. Ronnie Hawkins was Canadian, wasn't he? Uh, to the band. The band. I want to get back to Childish Gambino for a sec in a second because okay, there's right. another hilarious fact about him. But let's check out the band. Oh yeah, formed in Toronto. Oh, Canadian American. Right. So, so they're kind of like the Arcade Fire. Uh yes, like a geographical so it's Voltron. A, it's a continental band. <laughs> continental band. <laughs> My God. Anyway, back to Childish Gambino. So there's there's a weird sort of fact about him. Do you know where Childish Gambino came from? He was born in Air Force Base in Calabasas, California, or something. No, but do you know Edwards where the, Air Force but, Base? Yeah, but do you know where the name Childish Gambino? He, came yeah, from? he came he came up with it like on a meme generator, didn't he? It was Wu Tang Clan's. Uh, name generator. Really? So I'm going to try to enter our names in here and okay. see what this Wu-Tang uh, name generator gives us. So for me, I'll just enter my name here. If I wanted to follow the Donald Glover school of naming your musical <laughs> act, I would be known as... Yes. <laughs> misunderstood Dominator. Misunderstood Dominator? <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's mine? Okay. Chris, you are. This is going to be some funny shit here. Misunderstood Dominator. When at like erratic ambassador. Erratic ambassador? And erratic is E dash R A T I C. That, okay, sure. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man, that's funny. What was yours again? Uh, something Dominator. What was it? When have I ever dominated anything since like the 20 years that you've known me, 30 years? You're ago. not a very dominant person. No. You're very like pacifist. I'm a super pacifist. Unless too. you piss you off. Then you turn into like a monster. What do you mean? Man, I've seen like, you're kind of immovable. Well, I, okay, you need to explain I just yourself. I remember like being at our friend, our mutual friend's house, who I will not name. Mm -hmm. the, the friend with a screen door in his room. Okay. Yes. And, and I remember like going to his house <laughs> yes. and you got into a wrestling match with somebody on his bed yeah. and like you fucked the guy up. Yeah. That was a tough battle. I think he came out on top. And, that, and No, I don't know, man. That guy was like three times your size. And, and, and I remember him going like, I can't move you. You got the low center of gravity. I've ever fucked. That's because like, that's because my legs are like two feet long and the rest of me is like, you know, four feet long. <laughs> <laughs> for a total of six feet long okay wait a second mm -hmm. so i hit back to try to get back to mine yeah and that's changed and no now it says chris saracino from this day forward you will also be known as visual contender visual visual <laughs> visual man 
Anyway, back to Childish Gambino. Yeah. It's, yeah, he's like that. The video is pretty cool. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. Very and, but cool. you know what I find really interesting is like. I find it disturbing, is what I find. Yeah. yeah. I consider it an art piece, but everybody mm-hmm. has a different take on it, right? Yeah. So, like, there's all these people on the left who are going, like, oh, it's about the obvious stuff. And then there's all these people on the right going, like, it's not about the obvious mm-hmm. stuff. And I think he's being a little elusive about really what it's about. Well, what, what, what do you think it's about? Good, I mean, good art does that, right? Sure. Um, and I guess that's the best art is get you know things that get people talking and thinking and feeling. And this one did all that for me. You know, the first thing that I noticed in this video are all of the different emotional changes on his face while he's dancing. Mm-hmm. So he goes from absolute elation and joy to looking violent and sort of feral in his, like this sort of feral ferocity in his eyes. And uh, then he'll go to back to joy. And then mm. I guess the most shocking part for me is when he comes through the door and there's a gospel choir singing <laughs> and he shoots them. And then he just, he, he, someone throws an AK 47 at him and he turns around and just like kills them all. Yeah. You know? So I mean, I guess maybe that's what I took from it is this sort of um, yin and yang going on in the states. I don't right know, now, but it, it's, know? it's a pretty, it's a pretty compelling. The the push and pull of of I don't uh, you know at this point in life I don't look at things super black and white. Um, you just know, all gray. Ethically, you know, there's so much gray in the world. Um, but I think that sort of examines all of the the back and forth between all groups. You know, sure. right and wrong, good and evil, black or white all of these things, this push and pull that's constantly going on with humanity. Mm-hmm. You know, what did you take from it? I don't know. I was, I was like, this is making a series of social commentaries, but yeah. I'm not entirely certain which ones they're making here. Yeah. Well, I, that's the other thing that I pulled from it is just the chaos of it. It's just saying this is, this is America. It's chaos, you know? Yeah. The, I, I kind of, ju- yeah. I the don't know. juxtaposition with all the joy and all the chaos going on in the background. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Something, I don't know. I would love to hear what like he intended with that video. Yeah. yeah. I would, I would definitely pick that guy's brain. I just thought it was funny because like what I've been reading about it is like, okay, now it's all about child, childish Gambino mm-hmm. and everybody's like written off Kanye since he like befriended Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so weird yeah it's really weird. what else, so what else happened this week that you well i just I, the last thing i wanted to say is i have to admit that every time i hear uh childish gambino it makes me think of the fact that you and i make fun of all those commercials that were on during saturday morning cartoons growing up and one of which being gambino ford gambino <laughs> come, come on down to gambino ford this is when we had the Rot- rochester affiliate yeah for what was it fox news yeah and there was wegman's and what else was there? Oh yeah, Janie yeah. Grocery. Come down to Janie Grocery. We got pork knuckles for five nine nine a pan. We and got pork ass cheeks for six <laughs> bucks a pan. They like sold every yeah. every piece of the pork. Yeah. Oh man, and the other one <laughs> is Eradicate Dodge. Eradicate Dodge. Come on down to Eradicate Dodge. <laughs> it was so New York. It was super no. It, it was like Vinny and Angelo, my boys at. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Was that Eradicate Dodge? It might have been that or Gambino Ford. I can't remember. No, Gambino. No, what was another one? It was Wegman's. Armin's Great House of Guitars. Gabe Dalmuth with Doppler Radar. Yeah, Doppler, <laughs> Doppler Radar. Radar. Remember when Doppler Radar was the big technological marvel? And I don't even know what that is. I what is Doppler Radar? I don't know. It's some meteorological device. That, was it a Rondequay Dodge? My boy, it's Vinny and Angelo. 
I don't know. I, I, Gambino <laughs> Ford. That and come on down to Gambino Ford. We got the 1991 Taurus XL SHO. So we got that, and we also got mm. uh, Syracuse. There was uh, public broadcasting out of Syracuse. I think that we got. Yeah, two. we got Water Watertown. Yeah, 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 yeah. WNPE WNPI Watertown. Watertown. Have you ever been to Watertown? <laughs> no. It's fair, fairly serene, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I, I went there on the way to New York City once. I've been to Syracuse. Um, I haven't been to Rochester. I heard Rochester's. I haven't been to Rochester. Yeah. I don't know too much. I feel much like maybe it. I should go. Rochester's just, just outside of Buffalo, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think it's like there. It's around there somewhere. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. was this volcano going on in Hawaii. Okay, that shit is fucked up. I know. Are That's you, been getting zero attention in the media. Can we, well, it's all over CNN right now, but um, can we just briefly talk about it for a second? And okay. I'm going to ask you some challenging questions. Is sure. that okay? Yeah, yeah. All right. So the thing about this volcano is Fuck just, you, I would never live in a volcano. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to okay, ask okay, you that. Okay, I'm sorry. So the, the deal with this volcano um is that it's in a semi-rural area okay and what people normally envision when you talk about volcanoes Mm -hmm. is um the you know a mountaintop with a crater in the middle of it just spewing ash and (laughs) magma and lava and everything at the top this is not like that man it's a fissure in the ground like it's a crack in the ground that's like slowly pushing lava out of it and it's just consuming the countryside so just imagine it's kind of like the tommy lee jones volcano movie it's not a mountain that's exploding it's just a crack forms and just starts slowly like play-doh fun <laughs> factorying lava is it out. still spewing shit out yeah like so, a zit. yeah man so it's like it, well, it's not like a zit. It's more, uh, yeah, I'd say it's more like the Play-Doh Fun Factory. You know, it's just. Is it like, uh, is it going to stop? Well, the, the, you know, they're, they're monitoring the situation. But the problem is, is that the gases that these things spew out are hellish, right? So you get like all these sulfuric compounds, acid rain starts forming. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible, right? So like. Is this consuming the entire state? No, 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 no. But it's it's consuming. Um, you know, it's it's ruining an entire sort of region uh, in, in Hawaii. And uh, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about something called the <laughs> the Yellowstone Caldera. Have you heard of this? No, but it sounds evil. So, the, in Yellowstone Park in the United States, right. there is a giant pocket that sits underneath Yellowstone Park. Okay. And occasionally, like, you know, in huge spans of time, this thing will go off. Okay. Man, did you watch the movie 2012? Yeah, it was pretty good, actually. Did you see when Woody Harrelson was, like, praying to this thing that just exploded? Smoked smoked by the... That's that's what's sitting under Yellowstone. That was a depiction of what would happen if this super volcano erupted. Is it going to erupt? At some point, yeah. Like, it's active? Yeah, it's it's active. I mean, this is where all the guys. Where is Yellowstone again? Like Washington uh, like State, like Western United States, like yeah, like near like Mount St. Helens. Yeah, like um, over there. Yeah, the highly active situation. I mean, they say it's going to take millions of years before this thing goes off ever again. Okay. But when it does, it'll blanket most of the United States in ash. Uh, it could change the climate. We could go into like a nuclear winter type situation because it'll block out the sun. Oh man, all this stuff. Fight, the same old. It's like Y two K all over again. You know, but well, you know, we we probably will never experience that i hope not but i I wanted to know like there's actual maps of how far 
west and east the ash from this thing will reach okay and ottawa would be well we'd be effective affected obviously but the ash wouldn't reach ottawa it would just be this influx of people coming trying to survive everything's covered in ash nothing can grow the sun's blocked out so knowing that i want to (laughs) know you personally what natural disaster would you most like to try to survive if you could pick and they're like chris uh, we need to throw a natural disaster up in this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You get to pick which one. What would you do? Okay, well, a volcano is completely out of the question. Yeah. I don't want to burn to death. Okay, I'm going to name a few here, okay? Okay. I don't want to deal with a meteor. Okay. Because... Same I don't want, sort of thing. I don't want to burn to death. I don't want to deal with... Like, I saw... I saw... Um, you know, uh, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. You know that scene where like Jetta City gets blown up from the yes. Death Star? I was like, fuck, that's probably what a meteor is. Yeah. That, no thanks. You're like, I saw Deep Impact. I know what this shit happened. No, yeah. But, like, I don't want to deal with that shit. So no meteors. Um, no super volcano. No meteors. No zombie apocalypse. No zombie apocalypse. I would, I would deal with like a really bad rainfall. No, that's not a natural disaster. Like floods, you mean? Like a flood. Like terrible, No, no, terrible. actually, no. No, no floods. Okay. So no floods, um, no fire. No volcano. I would deal with like, a, no, not a nuclear war. Okay. <laughs> it's getting narrowed no, down. No, I'm just trying to think of like what I would deal. Okay, well, give me something that's any of the, not okay, those things. What about a worldwide pandemic? Oh, like a virus? Yeah, like a virus. A horrible no, virus. No, 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 no. That's too fucking painful, man. I don't want to go that way. Okay. No, but the point is, what do you think that uh, that you would be able to survive, natural disasters wise, like worldwide Ebola pandemic? Man, I don't think I would be able to survive anything. I'm a total chicken shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, there's no scenario where I would I would want to live in a situation like okay. like sometimes I'll I'll check into the Walking Dead. And I'm like, what the fuck? Put a bullet in your head already. This yeah. sucks. Yeah. There's nothing. I you stopped. guys all reek. You haven't taken showers in. <laughs> months forget some of you are covering yourselves in the flesh and like ooze of the walkers to live let me let me ask you a question okay okay what if something happened and you were like the last person on earth okay and you were left with the ugliest woman ever okay but it was just you two like everybody else was dead it was like some weird weird thing that happened okay and it was just you two okay what do you think would happen uh, like I'm talking like would I pair up with this person yeah like would you like because like you have no other choice right but this woman has like arms sticking out of her head and like <laughs> a giant beard and she has no feet like she's like just a whole, like just a mutant okay mutant woman okay so sloth from the goonies sloth from the goonies but it's the last woman on earth okay. and you know like you're, like would I try to restart humanity well, I'm just saying, would you seek companionship from this mutant or what would you yes. do? Yes, man. Would you want to be alone for the rest of your life? Frankly, yes. If I had, if that was the only other option I had, I don't know if I could bring myself to deal with that. Not, not on any social front. Like you couldn't... I don't know. I'd have to be in it. But the, the point I'm making okay. is I'm wondering if we're driven to complete desperation, what we are willing to do. I, I don't think it would require any sort of effort for me to, you know, socially deal with someone. So, no, no. But what if that person was like, what if it got awkward? You're the last two people on earth and the mutant woman is like, I want to have a romantic relationship with you. 
I don't know. The There's s- no other person on earth, man. The same rules would apply, man. I'm not going to, you know. What? I, I don't, if, if I wasn't into it, I wouldn't be into it. Yeah. You know how cringeworthy that would be? Yes. So you're going to break, so you're going to break up with a mutant because why? Um, I don't know. We're you're not, really fucking shallow. We're man. not compatible. You're not compatible. Who else are you going to be compatible with? Uh, There's no other person on earth. Yeah, I know. I'm just, what I'm saying is that you would want companionship on some front, you know, like you would want to be able to talk to someone or, you know. What if the last person on earth besides you was Terry Crews? You know, Terry Crews, the actor? Yeah. Okay. So like, and then like you guys are just chums. President Camacho? Yeah, yeah. You guys are just chilling, you're you're chums. But then like three months into being the only two people left on earth, he's Mm -hmm. like, I want to have a relationship. What would you do? I don't know. I'd have to be like. So you would be open to having a relationship with Terry like, Crews, like a romantic relationship with Terry Crews. That's the only relationship I'm referring to. No, I don't think you would I have would. a friendship already. But he'd be, he'd be like, listen, there's nobody else. I crave physical intimacy. Let's elevate this to the next level. What would you do? No, Terry, Terry Crews. No, I wouldn't. Be Chris into Rock's it. dad in that show. I wouldn't be into it. What about Chris or whatever that show was? Everyone hates Chris. Yeah. Would you? I would probably not do it. No, I but would not. What's the percentage? Because you said probably. I, I give it a 40% chance that I would not do it. So 60% chance that you would. I would maybe perhaps consider it. Yes. Because he's a celebrity and, <laughs> you know, he's a handsome person. He also seems like a pretty funny dude. Yeah. And I really liked him in the Expendables movies mm-hmm. where he played... Uh, not Christmas. Who was he? Oh, I can't remember. He was, um, fuck, it's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, I was a big fan of his work. <laughs> so how essentially, about, yes. How about Jason Momoa? He was at Comic-Con this weekend. Yeah, he was at Comic-Con this weekend. I got to be real with you. I'm as straight as it gets, mm-hmm. but if it was Jason Momoa, I would probably do it. Just Would it require apocalypse or? No. I'd just be like, <laughs> I think he's just such a cool guy. Yeah. And I think he's just such a hang loose, like just a chill dude that I'd be like, ah, fuck, whatever, man. It makes him happy. Okay. I know that you're bringing him up so you can bring up Justice League, so you can bring up Batman v Superman. No, no, I I promise I won't. Everybody's getting sick and tired. My mom today was like, you got to stop fucking talking about Batman v Superman. At home? Yeah. She actually said, you got to stop Did you bring it up at like Mother, Happy Mother's Day, everyone, by the way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mother's Day. But uh, did you bring it up at Mother's Day dinner? Um, no, my mom just happened to be told that I talk about it a lot. So she was like, yo, you got to cut that shit out. I was like, uh, if okay. Gets, if it gets to your mom. Easy now, mom. <laughs> it stays about you. I invited my, my parents over for breakfast this morning mm-hmm. and I made a, um, I made a diner worthy breakfast. Oh, really? What did you make? I made sausages. I made sausages, bacon, oh. eggs, rye toast, avocado, tomato, and then I made this, uh, I, sh- I like grated some russet potatoes, mm-hmm. like very finely into this like bed of grated potatoes, like a hash brown. Oh man, that sounds amazing. And then I fried it in this pan in the oven, mm-hmm. but then it started to get like too hard. So I took it out and then I finished it with another russet potato that I diced in a pan mm-hmm. and I fried them. It was really good. I, you're a foodie, eh? Like you, you. I like cooking. Do you take pride in the meals that you make? I do, but it's been kind of sucking lately. I gotta Why? tell you, I gotta be real with you. Why? Uh, I don't know. I, I find I cook the best when I take my time. I'm not impatient. Mm-hmm. And when I try to, and, and you know, most of the time I'm trying to impress my wife. Yeah. 
And I think she knows that I'm trying to impress her. So like she, you know, allows me to culinarily create. Mm -hmm. But then when I don't get the reaction I'm looking for from her, she like feels pressure. So do you just stare at her. Do you hold up the dish and like, stare no, I'm just kind of like, it's good. Right. And she's like, yeah. And I always know when it's like really good. Like I've made a few things uh, after we've gone into a restaurant. So like, so like I'll get inspired and I'll just be like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to do like a slow braised, a braised short rib. And then I'm going to fucking make some pepper deli. And then with some mushrooms <laughs> okay. and some thyme and uh, put it all together. Nice. Right. Yeah. I remember I made that and Sarah was like, this is unbelievable. And I was like, thank you. So if the answer is yes, that's not good enough. If for she you. uses words like unbelievable, or if she rolls her eyes back in the back of her head, Okay. She does this thing with her face when, when she really likes what I made. Yeah. And I know it was good. But when she takes like two micro bites and she, she kind of like hesitates for a second to like determine what's going on in her palate, mm -hmm. I could tell she's not a huge fan of it. Really? Eh? Yeah. That must be. Yeah. That's... This is what happens in marriage. You, 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 you know what's up. Well, there's a very different dynamic here in this household. Like you, if, are you guys if foodies? You, if you look behind you, um, you'll notice that we fully wrecked that entire kitchen like we tore out walls what? oh yeah yeah i knew that for a while yeah yeah so we tore out walls there's uh -huh. a huge counter there now uh -huh. uh, my wife took some cooking and catering courses she okay. loves cooking right. i am not essentially not allowed in that room behind you if i go in there while she's doing her thing cooking she gets super pissed off she will she will physically remove get the fuck out of here <laughs> so at dinner time you know i'm a chopper or a grater or a <laughs> spritzer or uh you spritz i don't know uh you know just like the the sure. small things you know um but that's about it i okay. don't i don't touch the appliances you don't uh, fuck with nothing. i may not know how to use that oven that's right there okay. I, I could probably figure it out okay um so it, it was funny when I, she just went to daytona she came back like uh, she's gone for a week i was uh sending her pictures of all of the terrible meals i was making <laughs> like check what? out this it's a uh grilled cheese sandwich with Lipton's <laughs> chicken noodle soup on the side. You know? That's actually not a bad combo at all. I better join Instagram to take a picture of this shit. You know? And also... You know, okay, that's very funny. Okay, I don't know. Okay, I will admit it. I don't know how to cook. I, I am terrible. I'm it's horrible. okay. I'm horrible. No, but you know what's really funny? I what? love fucking with my Instagram account a little bit. Like, do you? Yeah. Like, just... Like, okay, do you ever do this? Okay, for, let me just backtrack. That's actually quite funny. Like just a grilled cheese sandwich with a Lipton cup. It looks. I see, I'll see if I have the picture. Like getting ready to mow into this. It's so. It's so horrible and sad because this. You know, she you can, was. She yeah. was living it up in Daytona. Like, yeah, let's yeah. go to the beach. And I'm like, you know, I was eating cans of tuna over the sink in the dark. It, <laughs> eating cans of tuna over the sink. <laughs> uh, Drinking the tuna water. I just. Oh, oh no! I didn't go that. Okay, wait, down. really quickly. Would yep. you drink a liter of tuna water for 10 grand? Yes. Oh, I don't know if I could keep it down. I didn't say I could keep it down, oh, but... God, man, I'm just, I'm retching thinking about that. That's yeah, it's really worst, horrible. Worst taste ever. Uh, I didn't keep any of these photos. They were so awesome because there was like, I, I put the light down, you know, it had this sort of atmosphere of yeah. a classy dinner. You know, it's a fucking grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> with some soup. Lipton noodle, not chunky. Not chunky. And I was like, I'd put things at the end of like, and I even made it on the stove. You take an Instagram picture of like, here's some white rice yeah. with plum sauce <laughs> yeah. sachets. Just sachets. like stu student meals. <laughs> yeah. Ramen noodles. Yes. Here's a half a kebab Man, that I ever... found at a urinal at the Rito Center. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so gross. Have you ever, um, I've spoken to so many people and they've all admitted that they've eaten those noodles, the ramen noodles with no water. Yeah, that's, I, I, dude. That's they just so sprinkle weird. the packet. They sprinkle the packet on the noodles. I saw people in high school do that sometimes. Like, oh, yeah. look, a snack, some ramen noodles, like just hard wrap. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Can I admit something, though? What? I fucking love those ramen noodles. I love Dry and raw? Them. No. I, oh. uh, yeah, they're up. delicious. They are so good, man. Uh, you know, Man, ramen is one of those things. I have to admit, I've developed a little bit of an affinity for it after watching Ugly Delicious on Netflix. Because David Chang loves ramen. Okay, yeah. Are you familiar with ugly? Like ugly? properly prepared, like with like the egg tonkatsu, the, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the umami ramen, like yeah, you yeah. Go to Japan. You know, you should know because you're Japanese. Yes, Lydia loves it. Actually, my daughter loves it. She, she makes it? it. No, she doesn't make it. She orders it every any time we go for um, like fusion or Japanese or any of that. She always looks uh, wow. to see whether it's on the menu. Have, like, what's the best ramen you've had? I'm not a big fan, to be honest with you. Like, like what kind of Japanese person are you? Um. I like a lot. How do you of, feel about betraying your culture by not li- liking ramen? I don't know. I'm not betraying my culture. You sort of are, Todd. How? C- I don't know. Like, <laughs> you should. You should like ramen. What, what should I just because of some like connection I have two generations ago to a country that I've never been? Do you identify as Japanese? Uh, no. You I, don't. I identify as Canadian. So you don't. I, really? I, yeah. Like I, I respect the fact that I have Japanese roots, and I, you know. Uh, I have a Japanese last name, Japanese middle name. You have a katana name. over a fireplace downstairs. No. Okay, maybe But I not. may have. But you should have a katana over I a fireplace. I may have a Joe staff and a Boken. Yeah, weren't much. you taking like ninjutsu or some shit for a while? No, I was taking. Yeah, I was taking Aikido. Yeah. Yeah. And Man. I, then I hurt myself and I haven't been back. What did you do? I separated my shoulder. Well, yeah, I separated my shoulder. Did you go painful. to a geisha after to get that addressed? Hell no. You're an awful Japanese person. I know. Also, you know, people always make people always make comments about my Italian heritage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. I, I, I identify as Canadian, but the Italian thing is kind of, it's a, it's a part of who I am. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's very definitely a part of who you are. Like, I, I like the culture, mm-hmm. you know, and like... Yeah, it's interesting. You've been to Italy before, right? I've been to I've been to Italy once. So, where in Italy is your family based? My dad and my mom are within twenty five minutes of each other in the province of Molise. Okay, which is like southeast of Rome. It's like where all the olive oil comes from. Oh wow! So very peasant oriented. Mm -hmm. We're not a rich people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but I mean, like, but I identify as Canadian. So I this kind of brings me to another thing. Mm -hmm. Today I was out, I was uh, getting all the dirt in the gardens uh, flipped over and just, um, you know, getting it ready to plant all our vegetables and everything. Do you enjoy that? Do you enjoy gardening at all? No, not at all. You hate it like a lot? My wife loves it. I don't like gardening. I also don't like golf. Like we were talking about golf today because Sarah's thinking about like starting golf. Yeah, my dad was asking her. Oh, yeah. My dad was like, yo, Chris, uh, why don't we go golfing? I'm like, I've never liked golfing. I hate sports. I mean, you don't. You don't play any sports. Eh? You did mountain biking. Very. I. I. I don't like sports at all. Well, no, that's not true. I enjoy playing occasionally and stuff. But and what? Like, what would you select? <sighs> Nothing. I don't know. Like, pick up soccer. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> soccer. Okay, so you would like soccer. What about mountain biking, man? You were so into that. Yeah, I was you- into that for like in high school. But like, I don't know, man. My sister was like a huge jock. I was more into like, you know. 
How many hours? Okay, so this, uh, how many hours of physical activity do you think you get a week? Uh, I'm trying to do more now. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to do more now. Yeah. And this is why I'm starting to enjoy it because when you do it, like you're outside in the sun, you know, there's some physical labor going on. Yeah. Um, and you're, you know, you're bringing life to your yard, you know, you're, you're putting vegetables yeah. in You're And, um, why I, I brought this up is the spices that you get from mm. your garden. Um, spices? Yeah. Are what did you plant? Amazing. Well, Jody did um, a whole bunch of basil. We did. We tested out doing uh, cilantro, parsley, thyme. Uh, what else? I think there was coriander like last year, or yeah. That's funny. You know, that's one thing that Japanese and Italian culture share is an affinity for gardening. Yeah. Well, if I look back and I, you know, I did the genealogy. Pretty much all of my ancestors are farmers. Like so they the all people. did like bonsai plants and shit? Well, I mean on the, yeah. So in Japan, uh, I believe my family is from the south of Japan, right near a... Isn't it near Okinawa? No. Uh, it was, well, yeah. Where is Okinawa? Okinawa, Okinawa, Okinawa is like south. south. Yeah, it's south of where my family is. So Isn't that uh, its own country or something? I don't know what the political situation is there, but it, okay. it is part of Japan. So um, where the big city... Uh, Kagoshima City um, and it's Kagoshima Prefecture I think that my family's from Kagoshima and it's under a giant <laughs> volcano man you should look up a photo it's called Mount Sakurajima and it's like oh I, I actually know this they do all these evacuation Mount Sakurajima tests, evacuation tests all the time it, it's, it looks phenomenal you know I, I'd love to go to Japan I'd also love to go to Ireland and, and Britain to see you know where my, my kids want to go to Japan because yeah. my kids are really into manga yeah it's not manga it's manga yeah and like fuck they're so into this and the books read like uh, left to right yeah not right to left yeah and top to bottom I believe yeah they're really into yeah. manga yeah and they, you know what's funny I, I I accidentally watched this thing did I tell you about this mm-mm called Attack of the Titans. Oh yeah, Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Yes. And you watched you watched some of I it? I just stumbled across it and I was like, what the fuck is this? So yeah. I, I was like, oh, it's manga, so or, or it's like anime. So I was like, guys, have you guys ever heard of Attack on and they were like, oh my God, yeah, we would never watch. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fucked up. Yeah, it was fucked up. It's like up. with that time we went to go see Yoda Tsukadijo, like the the legend of the overfiend. Oh my god, man. Like talk about how man, I will how never forget that. Yeah. Yeah, Remember I, we went to go see that? We were, were, were we in? I was in high school. Yeah, we were in no, high wait, school. No, did we go together to that? I think so. I remember James James was there also, and I was just like, oh my God, I have no idea what's happening right now. That movie was like blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. It was also, so depressing. I think, you know, and, and I'm sure it's the same with a lot of people, but the entry level movie is Akira, right? Which is a good movie. Yes. Or Which Ninja, is all- Ninja Scroll too. Ninja Scroll is epic. I've never seen that one. Man, what? Yeah. Dude, Ninja Scroll is like super violent, mm-hmm. and it's a really compelling story. Okay, what's the story? It's about uh, a ninja's quest okay. against like evil and Spoiler like. Spoiler alert! Yeah, the movie is like twenty eight years old, but anyway. Um, just briefly back to uh, let me just bring this up here. It's funny that you mentioned Momoa, Jason Momoa, because yesterday. I received a photo via text by a Rick 
He was in Ottawa. Right, yes. He was in Ottawa for Comic Con. Yeah, and he apparently was a super chill dude. There he is. There. Yeah. Look at that motherfucker. So that's he's like my, six eight. Yeah, I mean, he's a giant dude. Yeah. Super giant dude. Um, that sort of segues to our email of oh. the week. We have an email to discuss from who? From Rick in Ottawa. Rick. Richard. Uh, let me bring it up here. By the way, if ever you want to write in to us, our email is oddly specific podcast at gmail.com. Oddly specific podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to drop us a line there or on Facebook. Drop us a line. Oh my God, dude, Data was at Comic Con. Really? Yeah, Brent, Brent Spiner. Yeah. Speaking of, that's that's kind of coincidental. Remember him in uh, Independence Day? <laughs> and he was in the second one, too. Yeah. That actually wasn't a bad movie. The second one? Yeah, it was all right. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? I actually found the queen to be cool. Like the Yeah, the that giant. was kind of interesting. You know, you know who I feel bad for, though, is fucking Thor's brother there. Liam? Liam Hemsworth? Liam? Yeah. Man. He can't make a casting decision if it like well, it's saved kind of his like, life. It's kind of like he's he's the discount Chris Hemsworth or something, you know? Yeah, like he hasn't broken big yet. It's like you know Luke Goss. You know who Luke Goss is? No. Yeah, you remember remember Bross? Oh yeah, you talked about Bross on here before. Yes. Yeah, Luke Goss was Nomak in Blade Two, and he was also like yes, Prince Nuwari or whatever in Hellboy Two and stuff. Yes. Yes. Oh, actually, you know what's funny, too, is Doug Jones was at Comic-Con. Yeah, I know. I just saw that there, too. That would have been cool to meet that dude. Um, uh, Richard or Rick said that he gave everyone a hug. Man, he was in the shape Doug of Jones water. or Jason yeah. Momoa? Doug, uh, Doug Jones. Okay. Apparently, he's very cool. So, okay. Rick has written us to us. He says, hi, guys. Long-time listener. First-time emailer here. Like yourselves, I find myself hurtling towards middle age with an ever-growing list of complaints that comes with it. <laughs> I'm wondering if you guys see any advantages to growing older. Oh, man. Wisdom? With me, I find that generally I'm not giving a shit about a lot of things that I cared about superficially before, i.e. Yeah. Uh, talking about my colonoscopy in a public forum. <laughs> I would have probably cared about that. Yeah. I don't really care. It would have so been a little bit more self-conscious now. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I had a tube shoved up my ass and yeah. I'm old now, so I don't give a shit who knows. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I definitely feel more freedom. I feel that getting older mm -hmm. sucks. <laughs> so there's no, there's no positive. Dude, not really. No. I mean, other than like, Fuck, you know, if I if I could go back twenty five years and have the wisdom that I have now, mm -hmm. you ever heard that like that that challenge? Where, like, what would you take? Ten million bucks or being able to go back thirty years with all the wisdom you have now, all the all the knowledge you have now? Yeah, but what would you do? Approach yourself? No, 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 no. Like you would erase yourself from the. Okay. Oh, so you it's and getting your current way state, too complicated. You and your current state, yeah, would basically teleport into your body, your own body, twenty with all years the ago. knowledge that I have. Okay, so what age? What would be the optimal age to insert your own? I would teleport back to the age sixteen after this girl Christine's party at mm -hmm. the Walter Baker Center here in okay. Barhaven. Yes, I was driving home another girl. Okay, and I probably would have not left the party early. Okay, why? Because it was a great hopping party. So you... 
And I drove my friend home and then went to bed at like 9.30. It was ridiculous. And, I, and I, that's a huge regret in my life. So this is, I guess, the answer to the question. That no, we I totally had. made that up. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know when I would. I don't know where where I would go and when I would go. Like, so you would take ten million bucks? No, I don't even know what I would do. But all I know is this: to answer Rick's question, mm-hmm. getting older is not particularly great. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything redeeming about it? The only thing that's redeeming about it is that you do get some knowledge. Things kind of even out. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just you get a lot of white pubes. I don't know something shit like that. (laughs) Jesus, whiteness. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm fascinated now. You have white pubes. No, I don't. But that eventually happens. Okay, really? Well, I've heard this from elderly people. Uh, Man, I had no idea. This is like blowing my mind right now. This is gonna happen. Man, you don't think you're gonna get white pubes when you're 100 years old? I don't know. I'm probably not gonna make it to 100 years old. You don't think you're gonna get white pubes by the time you're 80? Uh, I I don't know. Well, I don't because you know I'm how, just assuming that it happens. Going to look like fucking Mike Myers. This this is really fascinating to me. This shit is I've never thought about this before, and I probably will never I, I think, think about, about it this again. All the time. You think about it all the time? Yeah, because I don't like I have a I have like gray in my beard mm-hmm. now, and yeah. that sucks. Like I I I'm like I get Grecian. Like I don't get Grecian, but I understand why people use it. Do you think that there will be a product like that in the future for... For white pubes? Yeah. I think there is, man. I think you can grease in your pubes. Jesus. Like, for real. I'm not joking. Like... I am so naive and sheltered. <laughs> I, I hear these things and I... Oh, wow. Mind blown. Mind blown. I don't think... Anyway, Rick, I don't think there's anything in redeeming about getting older. Especially if, to, if you have to grease in your pubes. Like, Yeah, it sucks. Jesus. Uh wow. So I hope that answers your question. That also answers part two of the question from last week that I didn't read. Sorry, Brian Hogan. He also asked us mm. how we came up with the name oddly specific, and I don't really know. I well, think we've I th- always had very oddly specific discussions. Yeah, we talk about weird shit all the time. Um and I think that we both have a wide um collection <laughs> wide of really thing. weird facts. Yeah, that, that is true. For example, um, the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about, you know, whole, you know keeping the tra- tradition alive, uh, is what do you think the worst chainsaw murder you've ever seen? In fictionalized, um, okay, fictionalized chainsaw murder you've seen in a movie before? Um, Scarface. Yeah, we yeah. we briefly discussed this before. That was awful. These are the types of things that we talk about. Yeah. And the reason I brought that up is there was actually, you know, the you know, you ever get caught on that YouTube loop with Looper and like Watch Mojo, the top ten, blah blah blah, yeah, like top yeah, tens yeah, and yeah, top yeah. fives or whatever. So that was one that I saw recently, the most like you know disturbing. what I you know what I YouTube recently I fell in a hole it was like top ten revenges in movies. Okay, what were some of them? Oh man, like Quentin Tarantino movies, like yeah. it took up like five of them. Yeah. What about Payback with Mel Gibson? Yeah, that was a pretty good movie. <laughs> that wasn't a bad movie. The Count of Monte Cristo. That was a good movie. Um, I, anyway, I like it's just shit like that. I, I'm fascinated by that. I could watch hours and hours of that stuff, and I find that I I just can't watch any more of it. I can't uh, I can't turn it on because you know if I do, I'll be watching it hours and hours, and then I'll hate myself. <laughs> 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 oh man, yeah pretty funny so we're at about an hour now man so yeah uh you want to call it quits yeah yeah 
That was a good one. Yeah. We're Rick, gonna... thank you for your thank you for your question. Yes. Uh, we, I think we should have a guest on next week. What do you think? I think we should, yeah. I think that's probably a good idea. Actually, it's a long weekend. Are you available next weekend? I am available next yeah. weekend. It's my birthday on Thursday. Holy shit. going to be 41. Man, I'm turning 40 this year. I think we should do a podcast on my 40th birthday. That's cool. Yeah. I think I have 41 white pubes. You should call this episode getting off the gray, like Jesus. Yeah, they're white. Not. I'm not calling this episode white pubes. Okay. Well, eventually, I want to have some like reputable uh, interviews going on in this podcast. Are you gonna get fucking Jim Watson on here? No, but I have Mayor Watson. I have have forty-one white pubes. (laughs) I have emailed people. And, you know, if they'll be like, oh, let's take a listen to this Ottawa-based podcast. Oh if we're talking about, you know, dying our fucking pubes. Like, I'm not, you know. Hey, listen, I keep it real, okay? I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> I, I guess I'll just have to look a little lower than Jim Watson for interviews. Fair but, enough. Uh, Fair yeah. enough. Okay. So, yeah, we'll get a guest on next week. Yep. And uh, talk to you guys again next Sunday. See ya. Bye.